1: All right, welcome in. b and Beamer here on WBEN. No Beamer again. He's in this afternoon, so you're just stuck with me. And my live in-studio guest, you know, at the end of yesterday's show, we had Dr. Tom Russo on here yesterday. He was our first in-studio guest that we've had here in almost a year and a half. And uh, we're talking to him about a lot of serious stuff, right? You know, infectious disease expert. And I said at the end of the show, all right, Dr. Russo, thanks very much for being in here. Tomorrow, we're going to bring in here a man who can eat at least 20 hot dogs mm-hmm. in uh, just minutes' time. <laughs> How's that for range for you on the radio? Megabyte Ronnie is live in studio with us to talk a little bit about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition on July 4th. It happens every year. It's not going to stop this year. And once again, we have a local competitor to root for, and he's sitting right here. How's it going?
2: It's it's going pretty good, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited for the 4th. We're,
1: we're getting pretty close. Yeah, getting close, and we're going to talk a lot about that. But I have to start with, you are... Living the dream in uh, in my mind. Because if you were to go back in time, and I think anyone I went to grade school with would kind of agree with that. If you're like, all right, Brian, what's Brian going to do when he's older? You know, he's either going to be someone, he, he wants to be a pro wrestler, so he's either going to be a pro wrestler or he's going to be someone who uh, just eats hot dogs every day all the time because that's all we see him doing too. You do both. Right. That's, do you realize sometime, like, do you kick yourself uh, or or pinch yourself and kick back and kind of take scope of it? Like, wow, this is like, I'm living a couple dream worlds here at once.
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I do have to, you know, kick back every now and then and really appreciate it. I just, uh, I don't know. I just really feel like in this life, you, you only get to live it once. So you might as well just do what you want to do. And I always wanted to be a wrestler and it turns out I'm a really good eater and, here I am. <laughs> how,
1: so how how does that work out? It turns out you're a really good eater. Yeah. How do you? How, how does the light switch hit? Where you know all of a sudden you're looking at yourself like you know what? I'm not just a good eater. I'm not just a hungry guy at the barbecue. Yeah, I could do this competitively.
2: Well, I'll tell you what happened is that um, most people. I was in the army, and most people when they deploy to, uh, they get like a, a year notice or nine months notice, right? i volunteered to deploy when i volunteered to deploy i didn't realize i was leaving in two weeks so i had a two weeks notice that i was going to afghanistan right um and i was like well i better knock some stuff off the bucket list just in case and one of those things was i always want to do one of those restaurant challenges that you see on man versus okay. food right so i went to a local burger place and i ate a three pound burger and a pound of fries and you had to eat it in 30 minutes and i smashed it in i don't know like 17 minutes or something like that and i was like <laughs> you know, all right, I'm okay at this. And then I found out there was a seven pound pizza in Jacksonville that had never been defeated before. And I said, well, let's see how good I am at this. So I went down to Jacksonville. You had to eat the seven pound pizza in an hour. I finished it in like 59 minutes, just barely squeaked in. And the whole time I was in Afghanistan, I was thinking, you know, what what else can I do with this? And I always watched the hot dog eating contest on TV. So it turns out when I got back from Afghanistan, there was a qualifier in Georgia. I was stationed in Georgia two weeks after we got back from Afghanistan. I signed up, I did that contest, I finished second in that contest. Major League Eating signed me to a contract, and here I am.
1: How about that? Is there any nervousness showing up to deploy with 10 pounds of food in your stomach? I mean, that is <laughs> yeah. at some point during that where you kind of thinking, like, I you know, I'm I'm going away. This is some pretty serious stuff. Maybe this isn't the best pizza to be having right now.
2: No, no, I was I was pretty lean at the time. I was a little guy. It's like 175 pounds, so I, I probably needed that weight. to yeah. be honest with you,
1: you're you're not what I think most people picture as a competitive eater. Most people picture mm-hmm. Joey Chestnut, right, or Kobayashi, mm-hmm. and no real uh, leeway in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, you're a professional wrestler. You're more on like the rick rude scale than like the adrian adonis scale Mm -hmm. i I would say how does that happen where you can house this much food and still be like you know what i'm not going to uh you know be a whale on the beach for the next week after this happens
2: uh it takes a lot of preparation to be honest with you if i know i got a contest or i know there's some event coming up or i know i'm going to go on a date with my wife to a restaurant this weekend i kind of tone it down for the week and i kind (laughs) of try to eat as you know clean as i can for the week just to build up and uh get some room for these contests but i'm also in the gym two hours a day for six days of the week so i mean i i I work pretty hard to maintain my figure i i have to my other job i have to look good in spandex
1: (laughs) there's no real choice for you right do you get like looks from people all the time like you are at the hot dog eating contest but you were telling me off the air that Uh, you're not too atypical because there's a lot of guys who are in the hot dog eating competition Mm -hmm. who are, you know, they're ready to go. They're hitting the gym right after.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My buddy, Nick, Wary, he's ranked fourth in the world. He's a professional bodybuilder. My other buddy, Juan Rodriguez, he's a personal trainer. Uh, We got marathon runners. Uh, Most people who are into competitive eating. Funny enough, they're into
1: fitness pretty well, too. How do those two go hand-in-hand?
2: Well, I mean, you know, if you're doing fitness, you just have to eat more calories to keep up with what you're burning. So I I do think it goes hand-in-hand, especially those marathon runners. they got to eat, like – a ridiculous amount of calories.
1: It's like when you hear about, like, Michael Phelps and his lunch, right? Right. How, how many calories did he put down at lunch? It was it's, like 8,000 or something?
2: Yeah, it's like he eats 12,000 calories a day. I bet he'd be pretty good at it. I yeah. bet he could put down 20 <laughs> hot dogs. <Yeah>. So
1: <laughs> what goes through your mind when you're on the stage there? Now, this is going to be a little different, right? It's not at the normal uh, Coney Island stage?
2: Yeah, normally when we're in front of the... Uh, original Nathan's on Surface Stillwell on the on the boardwalk, but this year we're gonna be in MCU Park, I think is the local double A baseball team. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you're on stage, you got all these screaming people, um, but mm-hmm. you're kinda trying to mentally prepare. How do you mentally prepare for the challenge ahead of you? Um I I I
2: don't think I have to mentally prepare anymore. I've I've done it okay. enough times. I've um you know I've wrestled in some pretty uh Packed arena so it's like I I've, I've been on stage. I'm used to it. I'm I'm comfortable up there. I would say the that's an advantage that I have over other guys is that you can put me on a stage in front of 40,000 people and I'm right at home. So
1: now there has to be you know I'm wondering if this is like uh I watch a lot of these F1 races, right? And mm-hmm. for you know there's like three guys who you look at at the top and like they have They could win the race. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, it's just like, well, maybe, you know, we can finish in like fourth, or, you know, we can, you know, be up here in the top 10, and some other people are just trying to not finish in last. Mm -hmm. Is there a similar mindset when you're on the eating stage, when you got a guy like Joey Chestnut, who's a household name by this point? Is there a mindset like, well, you know, I'm not maybe gonna catch Joey Chestnut here, but if I do this, this is what I can be happy with?
2: I I try to focus on my goal, right? So my goal this year is that um, my personal best in the hot dog eating contest is 29 and a half hot dogs. So my goal is 30, right? If I get on that stage and I break 30 and I finish last or if I finish fourth, it doesn't matter to me because that's just my goal. So I just try to focus on on my lane. Now I was up there one year and I was doing absolutely terrible. I think I finished like next to last or third from last. And it was a year that Joey... Uh, broke the record I think he ate 75 so the like last minute of the contest I was pretty much stopped eating I was just watching Joey you
1: know yeah (laughs) watching him go how long is the contest 10 minutes so 10 minutes so 30 and 10 minutes is your goal Mm -hmm. that's that's so much right I mean that's uh, what do you do to prepare for that when it comes to like you know training mm-hmm. your stomach your body your mouth yeah. i mean what are you training here
2: uh well i chewing a lot of gum so you gotta you gotta train your jaw strength so i'll chew like three or four pieces of gum at a time and i'll do that pretty consistently um so i actually had like very little notice i was gonna be in this contest i didn't find out I was gonna be in this contest probably less than a month ago right okay. so i was not preparing for it because i had heard rumors they were gonna have a field of 12 and i'm ranked 18th so if you do the math i'm likely not gonna be there so They extended the field to 18, and I just barely squeaked in (laughs) there. So I've been trying to uh, get ready this past month. But, yeah, I'll chew a lot of gum. Um, I'll I'll drink a lot of water. i definitely up my water intake. And I just eat a lot of vegetables or a lot of fruits. I eat a lot of foods that are low in calories that I can eat a ton of. So, you know, if there's a broccoli shortage in Buffalo here soon, it's probably for me.
1: Okay. So that makes sense. So you go on like a – almost like a broccoli eating competition for yourself right. to prepare without, you know, completely devastating yourself from eating right. like pounds and pounds of processed meat.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, luckily for my wife, she she had just she just joined the army and she's in officer of school right now, so she's down in Georgia. So she's Missing out on the after effect of eating eight pounds of broccoli.
1: <laughs> yeah. From eating like one, I can. my wife will tell you the same thing. Like, yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near you. Eight pounds, I can't imagine too much. She is missing out on yeah. Yeah. It's not probably the sign. worst part yeah. of the whole time. Yeah. Um, so we're getting a little closer to the hot dog eating contest, but mm. you also take part, and we just talked with uh, Drew Serza, who throws on the National Buffalo Wing Festival here. Right. They're moving it to the stadium. It's going to be very cool to see this year. They do the chicken wing eating competition. Mm-hmm. And I all oh, it amazed me that you'll have the same people competing across different foods because, you know, I guess some people might look at it like, all right, you're just going to eat a ton of something. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Oh, yeah. I look at it and say, like, what do you mean? What's the difference? I mean, it's got to be way easier to eat like a hot dog than a chicken wing, which is complicated to eat, and then it's spicy, and it's a completely different food in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are some of the differences between foods? And do you have like a specialty?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean,. There's there's two categories that people call foods and one of its technique foods and one of its capacity foods. So the technique food is anything that you're going to have to do with your hands that requires separation or you're going to have to eat it a special way. Um, And the capacity foods are you just spoon it in your mouth and swallow it, you know, your chilies, your ice creams and stuff like that. I am what they call a capacity eater. What my weakness is in eating is chewing and swallowing. If I could get the food down faster, I would be fine. You know, I'll finish this hot dog contest, and I'll eat 30 hot dogs, and I'll still be hungry at the end of this thing. Like, I'm not going to fill up. But um, wings is another technique food. Is how fast can you strip the meat from the bone? How mm. efficiently can you strip the meat from the bone? And then how fast can you get that down? I'm not a very good wing eater. I wish I was, you know, living in Buffalo, but it's not my best contest. I can't,
1: imma- I, I can't imagine being too fast with a wing. Right. Some some point, someone's going to mess up. And everyone's had a yeah. wing or two. Where the bone's broken inside, and that's like a hazard.
2: Well, actually, the first year I did Wing Fest, I was was so hungry. I was, like, starving. And the (laughs) very first wing that I bit into, I was so eager. I bit into it, and I bit the bone, and I actually chipped my tooth. And I had to finish the (laughs) contest uh, chewing on the right side of my mouth so I could, like... And I I still didn't finish last, so I was cool with that. That's pretty (laughs) good.
1: Now, are wings or drumsticks better for the eating competition?
2: Um. Probably, probably, probably flats. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think because the flats is just fast, right? You just stick your thumb in between the bone and you just rip, and it's okay. just it's pretty easy to rip off the drumstick. You kind of have to. Bone saw and you
1: that twirl takes time. a little bit. Yeah, no one can just do the one clean swipe with the drumstick yet.
2: I'm I'm sure someone. I'm sure someone can. I I'm not that guy. And then you got to deal with the cartilage, and I'd rather just not eat that. So
1: as a broadcaster, I'm a little intrigued because you said there's differences, and you're uh, more of a capacity than a technique guy. Yeah. Do you ever watch these events, and they all have you know commentators? But mm-hmm. is the comment? I'm never paying attention to what they say when I'm watching. I'm just involved in the spectacle of the thing. Yeah. Do you ever hear like? Like, the commentary going on, and they're like, wow, you know, he he's on his way, but that chewing technique just needs to be a, a little bit better. If he could speed up his chews per second, he'd be uh, a little better off. Do people get into that detail, or is that only for you to know?
2: That, I think it's only for me to know. <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes the commentators will say some stuff, and you kind of watch it back after the contest, and you're like, uh, I don't know if they really are watching <laughs> yeah. the same thing I'm watching, but okay. Um, George Shea, he's the MC, he's the guy with the microphone, and he's so entertaining that it's hard – to not listen to him while you're trying to focus on eating these contests he he will hype you up it's it's exciting to be on stage with him
1: getting into it yeah i like it
2: i i don't listen a lot of people listen to music during the contest right to get in the zone but i don't listen to music because i feed off the crowd and i feed off george and i'm just like i need that
1: adrenaline so like I i don't understand the people who listen to music at all i like that the roar of the crowd yeah um uh, you were on social media not too long ago when you found out that you were going to be in the hot dog eating contest looking for the specific type of hot dog yeah. that you're going to be. Eat. How much of a difference does that actually make? And I, this was down to, like, the casing on the hot dog, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. So the official content or the official hot dog in the contest is the Nathan's Natural Casing Hot Dog. Um And they're super difficult to find. I I lived in North Carolina until about three years ago. Then I moved to Buffalo and I couldn't find them in North Carolina. And they're very hard to find up here. Um, Actually, in 2019, I was able to just find them at Walmart. So that was nice, but not this year. So, yeah, I got on Reddit and I was looking for this specific hot dog. And a lot of people were making suggestions and stuff like this. And it's it's hard to say, but I want to practice with the contest dog because – you have to get a technique down. You have to know chew, choo, choo, swallow, chew, choo, choo, swallow, Chew, choo, choo, swallow. Okay. You know? You have to know exactly how that hot dog feels. And it's um the the closest comparison is Salem's, right? Which is the, the favorite mm-hmm. here. And I do love a Salence hot dog, don't get me wrong. But Salins are so much more difficult to get down. So if I practice with Salins, people will be like, oh, you want to practice with something that's harder than the actual contest dog. But if I practice with Salins, my rhythm, my technique is going to be off and I'm going to get in that contest and it's just not going to be efficient. So am I being picky? Maybe. But, you know, I want to do as good as I can.
1: I like Salins is the hot dog to savor. Yeah. Not to throw down right. uh, like this. I mean,
2: the, the the price and the taste from Salins, you can't beat that. If I'm having a barbecue, there's Salins on the grill. But, <laughs> you know, I'm in the Nathan's hot dog yeah. eating contest, not the Salins. I, the
1: I, the one thing I can't stand is the dipping of the buns in the <laughs> – do you do that? Oh, yeah, you have to. As, as,
2: as, let me tell you a story. So my first contest, the one two weeks after I got back from Afghanistan, I'm sitting there, and the seventh-ranked eater in the world is right beside me, and he goes – You're gonna dip the buns, right? And I was like, heck no, I ain't dipping the buns. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, no, you don't understand. You have to dip the buns in water. And I was like, that's gross. I'm not doing it. (laughs) So I get on stage and they're counting down five, four, three, two, one. I'm like, well, I guess I guess I'm dipping these buns. And that was my first experience with it. But um, I use flavoring, right? So I flavor my water. So I always flavor my water with strawberry kiwi flavoring. So like Nowadays, if I smell a hot dog grilling, I'll taste strawberry kiwi in my mouth. (laughs) It's weird, right? So, like... uh you know, you got the the salty taste from the the dog, and then when you dip the bun in strawberry kiwi, you get a sweet taste. So mm-hmm. you don't get what we call flavor fatigue. So if the water okay. was unflavored, you're just tasting hot dog the entire time. But I'm tasting hot dog, strawberry kiwi, hot dog, strawberry kiwi. You know, that's interesting. Yeah. That's
1: you know, I was thinking about that because I've uh, I've walked through uh, where they make the Salem's hot dogs before, and walked through the plant uh, with them, and it's you know it's funny because everyone says, well, oh, you don't want to see how it's made. I was actually watching. Watching how it's made, how, like, pristinely clean everything is and exactly what goes inside, Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, I kind of want to eat more hot dogs. The only thing is I couldn't because walking through, you're smelling them the entire time through the entire building, and the smell gets, like, trapped in your nose. I couldn't eat a hot dog for, like, a week just because of the smell, Mm -hmm. even though I wanted to because it was cool that I just walked through the whole place. You're kind of avoiding that by flavoring your water. Yeah. Has anyone – was there, like, a tipping point where someone realized – the bun water strategy like were were people just housing hot dogs in the bun and then someone came along and revolutionized the game
2: that someone was kobayashi actually so they were they were just housing hot dogs you know and they were they were drinking water like afterwards so it's pretty much like bite 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 you know flush it down with a drink of water but the at the time i want to say this is around 2004 2003 in this ballpark the world record for hot dogs was like twenty five, right? I'd be number one if I competed back Yeah. Then. So like, <laughs> and then Kobayashi came around and started dipping the bun and just did fifty. So he changed the game, and that's 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 what we all do now. You, like Adrian Morgan said, you have to you have to dip the bun.
1: That's why I always say, am I a fool? I'm like holding on to the Kobayashi over Joey Chestnut. Um, I, I would say so. I, I, <laughs> did
2: you watch the 30 for 30 on that?
1: I haven't seen it yet. It, I, I know yeah. they made Someone told me like a couple of months ago they made one. I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I got to.
2: I think, I think it's really good. Um, I think they tried really hard to make uh, Joey Chestnut look like the bad guy and the whole thing. <laughs> but from my perspective of it is that Joey showed up. He beat Kobayashi three times, and Kobayashi took his ball and went home. So I, I don't think Kobayashi could touch Chestnut.
1: Well, it, If it's like wrestling at some point he'll he'll come back. Right. And then we'll see what really happens. I
2: I don't think so. I I would love <laughs> I would love for it because it'd be great for all of competitive eating if Kobayashi signed, you know, signed back up with major league eating. Mm-hmm. But it it's been so long now, I just don't think it's going to happen. And I don't know why.
1: All right, when and where uh can we uh, see you this upcoming Sunday?
2: 4th of July, ESPN The Proper, I think ESPN1. That's right. We're not we're not with the big too. boys, play. yeah, yeah, we're with the big boys. So ESPN at uh, noon, so 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern is when the hot dog eating contest starts. If you're grilling and you're having a couple of beers, don't worry. The contest don't start until about 12.45. So if you're running late, you can still turn it on and see the contest.
1: Awesome, awesome. I can't wait for it, and yeah. I can't wait to see you on the stage, and good luck from all of us here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Megabyte Ronnie in studio with us here on WBEN. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will
0: cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
1: New iPhone 15s? It's better here.
0: Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: It's as Beam and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. How do you follow that up? You heard the number eight zero three zero nine thirty. If you want to give us a call, send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Feel free to do just that. We were just with the Megabyte Ronnie live in studio. He's going to be taking part in the Nathan's famous hot dog eating challenge this upcoming Sunday, July fourth. He's going to be on the stage, not at Coney Island. Can you imagine the scene at Coney Island if they were to have that hot dog eating competition right there? No, it would be amazing. It would be incredible but it's going to be like a limited event taking place at the uh, ballpark that's somewhere near that, I think the uh, A team that plays. He's the local guy. He's been in for the past couple of years. I mean, he does not look like what you'd expect a competitive eater to look like, that's for sure. But he is, uh, He is, and he's uh, incredible with what he can do. And I'm wondering what you're thinking about, um, you know, we uh, talked with him not just about the hot dog eating competition, but also the Wings Uh, The wing-eating competition. Wing Fest is coming back. This time it's going to be at the stadium. A little bit different this year. Attendance is capped not so much due to COVID, but due to the wings. The wing shortage that's out there, it's a real thing. And they have to make sure that they have enough for everybody, have enough to run a competition. So the wing shortage is causing that to be capped a little bit for WingFest. Um, that's, you know, good to see some of these festivals getting back. And we are seeing, you know, the Taste of Buffalo is going to be back. Some of these other things are going on. We've been talking about fireworks and, you know, what is and isn't happening throughout the week. Now, I want to hear from you. If you want to let me know, eight zero three zero nine thirty what you thought about Megabyte Ronnie, you can let us know. Or just kind of what you're thinking about festivals in general. Happy to see them back. What is your favorite? Here in Buffalo, and, you know, what are you hoping returns sooner rather than later? You can let us know, 803 uh, I'm, you know, a lot of people chiming in during the interview um, about the hot dog eating contest and how he goes about his training and how you do it. A lot of people find it a little repulsive, the hot dog eating itself. I'm gen- generally I'm among those people, and it's mostly just the hot dog eating contest that is the repulsive. You watch any of these other events, it's not that bad. Like the Wings at Wing Fest, uh, you know, that's, it's fine. It's impressive what they can do with a little bit of hot sauce on there too. Keep in mind that they're downing with all the hot dogs. The hot dog eating itself is just a little. It's a little over the top. Like I said, he was talking about the dipping of the buns. That's just that's when it kind of uh, it loses it for me. He uses flavored water. I never heard that before. It makes perfect sense to you know uh, mash up the flavors just a little bit when you're uh, headed into that. You don't want to just be tasting hot dog bun all the time. But the dipping of the water, the I mean, the way. You watch Joey Chestnut. He's, like, golfing down two at a time. I'm doing the motion right here. It doesn't look right uh, on the uh, radio. Glad you can't see me. But it it is one of those kind of stomach-churning things <laughs> that you kind of find sometimes. Uh, and, yeah, I, I it's it's not the most appetizing thing to watch right after. I'm not going out right after the hot dog eating competition and putting some hot dogs on the grill. Maybe a little bit before. Maybe like an hour later, but right after, uh, not so much. Uh, But if you're a fan and if you're uh, missing some of the festivals, you can let us know, 803-0930. There are some things going on this weekend. Fireworks you have uh, at Niagara Falls. We talked with the mayor there a little bit earlier this morning. We have Town of Tonawanda and at the stadium where the wing fest is happening they're going to be doing some fireworks too. Akron is having some fireworks and there are some other shows as well but a lot of the big ones aren't happening. Down at the waterfront in Buffalo, of course the ones at UB and Amherst not uh, taking place this year. Someone chiming in saying the reversals are disgusting and I you know sometimes I don't have the luxury of knowing exactly what is uh what's going on with the text board what you're reacting to but I'm not sure is that if that's like a technique in hot dog eating you're going to have to let me know on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board um somebody else you know talking about how it's a prescription for good health and wellness you know I do have to say this I mean you look at the guy we posted a photo of the two of us you tell me who's in better shape me or Ronnie the answer is pretty obvious it's not me um but we posted the a p- picture of the two of us at News Radio 930 He said it's not, you know, you have this image in your head, and you're either thinking Joey Chestnut or you're thinking Kobayashi when it comes to the competitive eater, right? You're going to be this huge, uh, you know, mountain of a man with a gut the size of Wyoming. Or you're going to be just this tiny guy who has this kind of like freak ability to eat as much stuff as possible and have it not show up anywhere. right? But he said most of the people are in between, and they're actually in pretty good shape. And they're people like bodybuilders or weightlifters or like himself, a pro wrestler, who in order to stay in good shape, you do kind of have to eat a lot of calories every now and then. Normally, he said he's trying to do that with broccoli. And sometimes it's hot dogs. And then I will throw in from my own going through, and I can't speak to everyone. I can't speak to, uh, you know, Ballpark Frank over there or, you know, uh, no matter where you get your hot dogs from. But I went through the Salen's factory, and I would have no problem. I it is, They say you don't want to watch the sausage being made. I think you're better off watching it being made because... It's like when I worked at McDonald's, when I worked at fast food. You have so many people, oh, you probably never want to eat that again after seeing what happens in the back. And I said, actually, no, I'm more comfortable eating it again after what happens in the back. That place is so locked down in everything that you have to follow, the protocols, the gloves that you have to wear, this and that that I'm more comfortable eating there after I work there and it's like the hot dogs I'm more comfortable eating them after I see with my own eyes everything that's going into it uh, eating that many is a different story but I'm a little more comfortable doing that so I think you can see why a guy like him or some of the other uh, you know weightlifters and bodybuilders that are on the stage there are you know some of these uh pretty they look like pretty in shape guys not who you would expect to be uh chowing down on what is it 30 hot dogs in 10 minutes he said that's his goal for this time around and joey chestnut did what 75 set a record that's insane and i guess that's why joey chestnut is you know he doesn't fall in that category the weightlifter bodybuilder competitive eater that you saw there but it does make sense i mean he's a He's an in-shape guy. He said he has to be. His other job is a pro wrestler, which, by the way, you talk about dream jobs, pro wrestler, bodybuilder, boom, boom, uh, or pro wrestler, excuse me, pro wrestler, competitive eater, boom, boom. Those are, like, two of the things I think every, like, young kid would love to be at some point, right? You know, pro wrestler, and then you're eating, like, as much junk food as you can on the weekends. I think that's perfect. But you you do have to keep in good shape. You do have to chow down a lot of calories, and it can, if you're good at doing it in a very short amount of time, I guess that's what you uh, do. Someone chiming in: Wyoming call doesn't like the analogy. I don't know why that's my where my uh, mind goes to at first. It, it, Wyoming's very broad. I think that's what I'm. You know, it's big, <laughs> broad, flat. It's what I picture when I picture like someone like Joey Chestnut, right? Just this big uh, mountain of a uh, I mean, actually, Wyoming's not flat. What am I talking about? Uh, big and broad. We'll stick with that. Uh, and then uh, reversals, someone pointing out, equals, you know, it coming out the other end, hurling it up at the end of it, which isn't allowed, I'm pretty sure, at the competitive eating events. I don't know the whole ins and outs. I was trying to learn as much as I could in the half hour we had with Ronnie. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to uh, pull the reversal at least on the stage you might have to wait like an hour after the belt is given you uh given to you to uh be able to make that happen but yeah that that doesn't go well either i don't like watching that that doesn't make me excited for the fourth of july barbecue is watching the reversal if that's what you call it (laughs) on the stage either but no it's uh it's cool to have him in it's cool to have someone local to root for in an an event i think a lot of people watch it's at like the perfect time uh, right after noon for people to uh, watch and take part and have a little bit of fun with this. I'm sure they do on the stage right there. I wonder what David well, yeah, hear what David thinks at the start of his show, by the way, of he was going to be deployed in two weeks, so he took that two weeks' time to eat a seven-pound pizza and then like a three-pound burger and fries challenge and then showed up for deployment. I, I just can't imagine you showing up with, 10 pounds of food in your stomach from the course of the past week and that being like a good idea in your head at the time. There, there's got to be like something to that. I wonder if David has any thoughts on that when he uh, comes on in just about 10 minutes or so. Um, only Rhode Island is an acceptable unit of measure? I didn't know that. Rhode Island. The size of Rhode Island. Yes, that's what we'll go with with uh, Joey Chestnut. But as far as festivals, I'm glad to see the Wing Fest back. I think it's going to be cool. It'll be... Uh, Better at the stadium at the time it's at. You think of Labor Day weekend, to be able to be at the stadium, regardless of the wings, I think the week before the home opener, you know, the Sunday before the Bills take the field to take on the Steelers, that I think is going to be just as cool as any festival you have. To be able to be back in the stadium, it's like you're getting your own little sneak peek of what's going on, right? with only a a few thousand or so other people in your little timed area to walk the field, to uh, walk around the stadium, see the seats, be back in for many people for the first time in a while, just a week before the season kicks off, that'll get you pumped up. So I think that's going to be fun with WingFest. Personally, because I'm an NT guy now and uh, have been a Tonawanda guy for a while, I am missing CanalFest this year. And it's one of those things where I never really went in to Canal Fest to take part in all the events. You know, I I wasn't there every cruise night. I wasn't there for all the, you know, cool little fishing derby and all the events that they put on. I'm not riding the rides and playing all the games, but I like having it in town. It was cool to have that going on for over a week and you'd be able to walk down, swing by. Um, It's cool to kind of take your walk through. Canal Fest and, you know, you can pick up some kettle corn to have something like that. To have a carnival in town like that was really unique. It was really fun. That's the one that I'm going to miss more than ever this year. Uh, I know Canal Fest. I missed it a lot last year and to know it's not going to go on, especially when in that very area, I mean, you go down there tonight, it's going to be packed for another concert down by the harbor later on tonight. So in that same area, they're doing these events. But because they really could not, uh, you know, get everything on the planning aspect of things like that, uh, getting all the vendors on board, getting all the charity organizations to be able to organize in a very short period of time with so much uncertainty, they can't throw on the actual Canal Fest. That's the one that I'm going to miss, I think. More than ever. And it is fun, uh, by the way, just to walk around that area, in North Tonawanda and the city of Tonawanda, where there's actually people uh, hanging out. Now all these businesses are open where last year they were closed and you kind of get that atmosphere that you've been missing for such a long time. That's a lot of fun to be able to have uh, and have that back. But that's the one I'm going to be missing. I know it was Allentown, the Art Fest for two years in a row that uh, for a lot of people was the one that kind of stung a little bit, you know, this big outdoor festival. How come we we couldn't have people walk around outside? And a lot of people like to support the local artists who have been hurting without not just Allentown, but any festival anywhere in the country. And that would have been nice to have this year. So I think that's one that a lot of people are missing. It's nice to have the Taste of Buffalo back, and it's going to be a real boom for those restaurants who are taking part in the Taste of Buffalo when at first you thought you were only going to have a couple of thousand people at a time. Now it's open for everybody. Maybe you can get a little bit closer to that you know, 400,000-plus people that you had and all that great exposure you had over the weekend of the Taste of Buffalo. That's going to be real nice for a lot of people. But as far as other festivals go, you'll have the Erie County Fair that's back in full attendance and hopefully with just as big of an event as they had every single year. But... The Big Fest seemed to be kind of uh, taking a little bit of a a step back this year still, just because there wasn't as much time to plan for everything. And it's uh, tough to see, which is why I think a lot of people were very excited, maybe more so than ever, for the return of Wing Fest and to have that announcement take place early this morning when you saw it's going to happen at the stadium instead of the ballpark. And hey, the reason why it's not happening at the ballpark right now, that's pretty exciting too. Because it still might be the Blue Jays' ballpark. They've got a homestand that weekend. They very well could be playing in Buffalo. You talk about uncertainty. That was the uncertainty why that festival is not happening at the ballpark. And the, we might have Major League Baseball still in town all the way through the end of the summer and into Labor Day weekend. So they had to move it over to the uh, to the stadium, and that was cool to see. You know, Ronnie, is also a wrestler, so check him out. You know, if he's doing any shows locally around here, that's got to be a great gimmick. For uh to be a wrestler and a competitive eater. You down a hot dog and drop an elbow or something like that. Or after you pin a guy, I mean, you eat a hot dog right in his face. I mean, that's got to be something. That's That's a pretty cool gimmick to have. I like that. So be sure to support him when those events, which I know there are a few kind of on the calendar that are coming up soon, finally getting back in the swing of things. A lot of those local guys who are... Uh, working so hard and have been without work for such a long period of time but what a dream job competitive eater competitive professional wrestler all in one and able to do that i is there I'm trying to think of the whole time I think hot dog for me would be the food if I did have to enter any of these tournaments. if I was in like a major league eating tournament I mean I can eat a lot of wings I don't think I could eat them quickly. It's just a little too complicated. I'm not the technique eater that he was talking about. I think I could do hot dogs, pizza. I don't know if pizza is like a competitive eating staple. I think I could. I can't do ice cream too much of a brain freeze too often. I think I could do hot dogs. That would be easy. Hamburgers, maybe. They sit in your stomach a little bit more. Pizza, I want to say definitely that would be my uh, competitive eating sport. Maybe we'll try it out one day. I know meatballs is another popular one. Spaghetti and meatballs. People like to do that. Ah, the, The spaghetti I'd have problems with. How do you spaghetti on a fork and you're trying to eat it as fast as possible? uh yeah i don't think that one's for me but anyways thanks to ronnie for coming by if you missed his interview on demand at uh wben.com under the podcast tab where you found dr russo yesterday that's called range baby dr russo to megabyte ronnie that's what we like to say and i'll be back here with you tomorrow bmaz and beamer on wben a reminder joe beamer is coming up after david bellavia he's in for tom power lead this week and we have david bellavia coming up After the news, 955, thanks for listening. B-Madison Beamer on WBEN.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.